0: Listen, I, I like hosting game links, but it would be nice if they could actually spell my name right. Wait, they actually got it. It's French. GameStop ignited some Xbox drama after they released advertisements referring to a certain gaming subscription service as Microsoft Game Pass. Not only did GameStop put the ad on the front page of their website, but they also featured it in a now-deleted tweet. Rumors have already been swirling around Xbox games becoming a multi-platform, causing many of the Xbox faithful to pull their support. So naturally, many who saw the tweet believe that the renaming wasn't a typo and that Microsoft is rebranding the service and outright killing Xbox. It's a strange knee-jerk reaction, since Twitter is beloved as a haven for articulate and rational thought. Gaming informant Wario64 has pointed out that EA also used the term Microsoft Game Pass in the past. Uh, That could mean that Microsoft has been planning a rebrand for some time, or, that both GameStop and EA hired fake gamers to write their website copy. And honestly, I'm not sure which is worse. We'll have to wait until next week's business update event to find out if Xbox has a future. Meanwhile, Microsoft has to deal with its past. Recent heavy layoffs at Activision Blizzard have angered the FTC, who are still trying to divorce the two companies. Microsoft was supposed to maintain the pre-merger status quo because of FTC's ongoing case to reverse the merger, but Microsoft claims that's what it's doing. The company alleges Activision planned layoffs before the acquisition, so the announced job cuts cannot be attributed fully to the merger, so it's okay, because they only partially lied. There were many factors involved. Just a little bit. Alcohol. A plane with a certain stewardess. Disney has invested $1.5 billion in Epic Games and announced a plan to create a persistent universe tied to Fortnite as Epic continues to turn their cartoon shooting game for eight-year-olds into Mark Zuckerberg's wet dream. Disney said in their press release that the multi-year partnership will offer a multitude of opportunities for consumers to play, watch, shop, and engage with content. Characters and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and More. Why watch anything else? When you can buy it. Since there's already a bunch of Star Wars and Marvel skins in Fortnite, I'm pretty sure that just means that the next battle pass will be adding Olaf, Jake Sully, and the old man from Up. (laughs) You can fly around the map. I don't know. He'll be ripped. He's gonna be super OP. The official teaser video for the partnership shows what looks like a virtual Disneyland with distinct real estate for every popular property that Disney owns. You can jump out of the Battle Bus and into Stark Industries, Monster University, or ESPN. I Uh, wanna go to Bolt World. Is that on there? Like the animated movie, Bolt. Oh, nice. The dog, Bolt. I wanna go to Cars so I can drive to work. There aren't a lot of specifics about what this all means. Right now, all we have for sure are Mandalorian cosmetics for Rocket League. Strap a baby alien to the top of your jet-powered car. They can fly now! Baby stormtroopers? (laughs) The game Helldivers 2, developed by Arrowhead Studios, has had a tremendous launch on PC. It was Steam's third best-selling game by revenue globally, but as of filming, it has shot up to number one, beating out Pal World, Counter-Strike, and PUBG. Notably, this is the first console exclusive published by PlayStation Studios to be released on PS5 and PC simultaneously. Yes! This is cool. Maybe its PC success will convince the old guard at Sony to do this with more titles in the future. Ironically, the first party PS5 console exclusive isn't doing as well on PS5. In fact, while both PC and PS5 have had server issues, not exactly ideal for an always online co-op shooter. Some outlets report unplayable performance on the PS5 console with blurry graphics and frequent frame drops. According to Arrowhead CEO, the studio has been in crisis mode trying to fix the issues on both platforms. They may or may not have succeeded, depending on who you ask. Games Radar Plus wrote The game has been taken offline entirely while TechRadar's article published at nearly the same time Says the servers are back up and fully functioning Unfortunately, we'll have to leave it there since the accounting department won't let me buy Helldivers 2 with the company credit card You know just to like check if it's working for for news reasons uh... Now it's time for quick bits Brought to you by War Thunder, the free-to-play and comprehensive vehicular combat game. War Thunder sets itself apart by having historically accurate vehicles, right down to how they sound. It makes for immersive gameplay and terrible ASMR. There's now over 2,500 different machines for you to operate, from the 1920s biplanes, history's rudest planes, to tanks of today and you can play on PC and console with fully supported cross-play between platforms. So join over 70 million other players right now and help out the channel in the process by clicking the link below. Fun fact, Linus avoids saying quick bits because every time he does, he gets slightly shorter and I get that much taller. He fears my final form and he should. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft launched an open beta today for Skull and Bones, the multiplayer pirate game Ubisoft has spent nearly seven years fermenting in a barrel so that it tastes better. Scurvy blackguards can try the beta on PS5, Xbox Series S, and X, and PC through Ubisoft Connect or the Epic Games Store to see whether they're still interested in the game most well-known for being so thoroughly leapfrogged by Sea of Thieves. Ubisoft claims the beta will run until Sunday and that the full game will launch on February 16th, minus the solo campaign that was planned at some point and is the whole reason that myself and a lot of other people were even remotely interested in this game. Oh, really? The game's director explained to IGN that it would have prevented the team from crafting a deep open world or releasing an open beta in the first decade of development. Star Citizen's getting lonely, it needs friends. More ships, this time just in water. Persona 3 Reload, the fourth and most recent release of Persona 3, has become the fastest selling game in developer Atlas's history by selling one million copies in a week. To put that in perspective, Atlas announced during Persona's 25th anniversary three years ago that the entire series had sold 15 million copies. But Reload may have some future competition. Reputable leaker Midori claims Persona 1, the Persona 2 duology, and Persona 4 are getting remakes. Plus, they may be announced at this September's Tokyo Game Show. It could be a great year for fans of Japanese teen drama and Jungian psychology. Ooh, me! Uh, Yeah! (laughs) Fans of Modern Warfare 3's zombie mode are worried that it might be dead, or perhaps undead, after developer Treyarch confirmed that they have no plans for any new enemy types or new perks for the mode at any point this particular iteration of call of duty's popular zombie mode only launched three months ago but treyarch has reportedly been reassigned to work on the upcoming black ops gulf war which will itself likely have a zombie mode in case of awkward timing modern warfare is set to have a crossover event starting on february 28th with notably zombie themed franchise the walking dead and it would really be ideal if they had some zombie-adjacent content coming out around the same time. Well, actually, The Walking Dead in the show refers to, to humans, so I... I, I don't know. The only saving grace that Modern Warfare had for me was they had this mode that's similar to... ...wing Wingman, where you're going with two people, and they used to have really sweet mixes of guns, and then they made it just snipers and shotguns, which was super lame, and then the new Modern Warfare came out, and they made it three versus three, not two versus two, and now it's just too similar to the rest of the games, and they're dead to me. Okay. Capcom has launched a 10-question survey to gauge fan perception of the company as well as interest in potential future sequels or remakes of classic titles like Okami and Dino Crisis but also popular ongoing series like Monster Hunter and Resident Evil. Respondents will first need to answer a small number of demographic questions and state what hypothetical fantasy job they would like with (laughs) options, including anti-zombie police, stylish cleaner, and a fan favorite, Naked Knight. The survey is multiple choice, and in a moment of self-awareness, one of the options for what image do you have of Capcom is weird, and then in brackets, but in a good way. At least they know. The director of upcoming action RPG Stellar Blade said in an interview that he paid special attention to female protagonist Eve's posterior side, because that's what players will see the most of. That design mindset would explain the game's focus on costume creation, but it also makes me question what he meant when he said in a separate interview that he wanted to express all the things a female character can do when wielding a sword. Very different from the things a male character can do, Yeah. so important. Huh. And wouldn't you know it, Stellar Blade's game director seems more than willing to put Eve in his studio's previous project, mobile gotcha game, titled Nikkei, Goddess of Victory, a game that takes place in a universe where bras just don't exist, and earns 25 million dollars a month by only requiring one hand to play. Did you know George Lucas convinced... Don't bring George Lucas into this. He He told her that they didn't wear bras in space. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carrie Fisher, he convinced her not to wear a bra. Because there's lower gravity. I think he would have gotten along with that. <laughs> you just add support with a force. <laughs> but you'll be playing yourself if you don't come back on Tuesday for more gaming news. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go try to make Linus say Quick